Two people hurt after shots were fired overnight in a 6th Street bar. Tonight, bar staff describes how they say it happened and how buildings could help keep Austin's downtown entertainment district more safe. It is actually raining right now over parts of Lake Travis. There's not a lot of rain out there, but we'll track it for you and your chances for more on Sunday. A welcome sight for sure. Thanks, Nick. And hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm Mike Rush. We start with a shooting inside a 6th Street bar where two people were injured early this morning. While police have not commented on this case, the bar's general manager calls the shooting accidental. KXN's Mercedes Hernandez joins us from 6th Street with more. Two people were caught in the crossfire literally after a gun accidentally went off inside the bar 512 on 6th Street overnight. That's how one of the general managers described as what happened. The incident happened around 1.30 according to Austin Travis County EMS. The 512 bars GM tells us a man snuck a small gun in past six security officers. According to the GM, there was no sort of altercation before the shots went off. He says the gun's bullets hit the floor first and then two people nearby. Both APD and DPS responded. On 6th Street, Mercedes Hernandez, KXAN News. Austin Travis County EMS said two adults had minor injuries from that incident, but the injuries were likely not the result of a direct bullet strike, they say. One person was detained after the shooting, but APD has not said if anyone has been arrested. Going in depth now, violence on 6th Street inspired a city initiative aimed at making the entertainment district more safe. In June 2021, police responded to what they called a mass shooting on East 6th Street. One person died and at least 14 others were hurt. The shooting at Moose Bar led city leaders to create the Safer 6th Street Initiative, which includes things like adding a 6th Street EMS staging area, training door staff, and better communication with Austin police. In May, Austin police said that there had not been a shooting in that area in months. Now, according to the Texas Alcoholic Beverage Commission, businesses that sell alcohol are required to display certain signage showing whether people are allowed to carry handguns inside. Businesses that get 51% or more of their income from alcohol sales have to post a red sign indicating that having a handgun on the premise is not allowed. Businesses that get less than 51% of their income from alcohol sales display a blue sign which allows for licensed carry. The bar where this morning's incident happened has a blue sign. Something else that some believe could make 6th Street safer is to change the makeup of what's available there. The Austin City Council voted Thursday to allow taller buildings to be constructed on a portion of 6th Street. Stream Realty, which owns over 40 properties on 6th Street, wants to transform the popular strip between Neches and Sabine Streets to make it a place people go during the day and not just at night for the bars. Our idea is widen the sidewalks, create some sidewalk cafes, get traffic moving through there and open it up on a 24 seven to where it's not just Thursday through Sunday nighttime activity. With this plan, the company wants to open up buildings that would be used for mixed use, such as homes, offices, and retail space. The Austin Police Department's trafficking unit was able to rescue a person held captive by human smugglers this week. According to APD, they worked for 20 hours straight after receiving a report of an adult being held captive. Over 60 people from nine different units were able to rescue that person and arrest two suspects. This is the 16th recovered human smuggling victim this year. 
First Warning Weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. We have waited for more than two weeks for this. Some rain on radar near Austin. In fact, we're looking at the cell northwest of downtown, bringing some briefly heavy rain and occasional lightning strikes. This is how it looks from the Austonian weather camera and from the Oasis restaurant on Lake Travis. It is still raining. You see the drops eventually occasionally going by the screen there uh, and a murky view, uh, which is just a sight for sore eyes. We're really appreciating even a little bit of rain happening now. There's some spotty light showers in the hill country, but the heaviest rain is actually in north western Travis County right over eastern sections there of Lake Travis. Uh, you can see some of the occasional lightning strikes there and briefly heavy rain when the oranges and yellows turn to some uh, reds in there indicating some heavier stuff over Spicewood Springs Road uh, near the Arboretum area just to the west of Mopac and west of 183 for now. This is drifting slowly south and eastward. I'm a little hesitant to say that it's going to make it to say downtown Austin because these Spotty showers and cells have been pulsing up and also falling apart rather rapidly. But generally to the southeast of this area of rain is the area at the highest chance of getting in on a little bit of it before it completely falls apart. Most of us unfortunately still staying dry and still triple digit heat with upper 90s and low 100s for most of us at this hour. So we'll cap rain chances at only 10% for the next several hours. You see the temperatures falling away from any rain. You're still seeing some sunny breaks out there. 90s by 9, 80s here at 11. Coming up in first warning weather, we'll keep watching the spotty storms for now and also the potential for a few more here tomorrow. We'll show you a slight drop in the heat and we're still watching the tropics closely. All right, Nick, thanks. Dripping Springs is under an emergency level of water conservation. The city posted an announcement this week saying that stage five water restrictions are in place. Stage five is limited to emergency water use only. All non-essential water use and any outdoor watering are not allowed right now. According to the Dripping Springs Water Supply Corporation, critical storage tanks are low due to neighboring utilities experiencing high water use. The city says that people can play a big role in replenishing storage tanks by following stage five guidelines that we just outlined there. Continuing tonight, the Hot Summer Nights Festival. It is a free music festival happening at over a dozen venues in the Red River Cultural District this weekend. And the festival started Thursday and runs through tomorrow with over 120 local musicians performing. That is the biggest lineup since the festival began in 2017. Still to come, powered by stuffed animals and the imagination, these young Austinites got to put their veterinary skills to the test. And these kittens are putting on their best performance at a music festival-themed adoption event. It's not often that you go to a music festival and adopt your favorite artist, but that was the goal at the Austin Animal Center's Kitty Palooza this morning. The music festival themed event featured dozens of kittens with musician inspired names like Simon and Perfunkel, Kitty Minaj, and the notorious CAT. Within the first hour of the event, eight kittens were adopted. We've had it for several years now. It's always very popular, one of our biggest cat adoption events of the year, because who can resist an adorable kitten? 
All the kittens were spayed or neutered, microchipped, and vaccinated ahead of the event. This was the Austin Animal Center's 14th annual Kitty Palooza. Well, today, kids got to get a glimpse into the world of veterinary care at the Austin Humane Society's Teddy Bear Surgery event. Kids got to bring their own stuffed animal to make uh, believe to a make-believe vet appointment at the shelter where the Humane Society team diagnosed and treated the plushes. It's all part of the Austin Humane Society's 11th annual Summer Kids Series. It was almost record tying heat today. We got up to 105, the record being 106. Our focus now is on a little bit of rain falling in parts of the area. In fact, parts of Travis County, a little bit of a downpour coming over you uh, in eastern sections of Lake Travis and also areas along or just to the west of Mopac near the Arboretum, a downpour in the air there. And you can see some of the leftover rain still coming down over Lake Travis now, which is right where we want it, right? We'll track the storm chances into your Sunday and the week ahead in first warning weather. You could still walk away a winner as the Mega Millions jackpot continues to grow. After no ticket matched all six numbers drawn last night, the Mega Millions is now at $820 million ahead of Tuesday's drawing. The cash option adds up to about $422 million. Lottery officials say it will be the fifth largest jackpot in the history of the game if somebody wins Tuesday's drawing. It'll be the 28th in this current role which began after the jackpot was last won in New York on April the 18th. Well, Nick, I tell you, I bet you a lot of people are feeling like they've won the lottery with the rainfall outside. We finally have some rain. I know, and then there's the rest of the people that are seeing it raining in other places, but not where they want it, which is their backyard. Very so, frustrating. Uh, very frustrating indeed, and that's the, the way it's going to be here both days of the weekend. Not a widespread rain, but we're certainly excited to get some of it. Let's show you what it looks like from our Austonian weather camera just to the northwest of Austin. In, at least northwest of downtown is where the closest storm is uh, to Austin. It's trying to get closer. We've got another few and you can see them here by the towering cumulus clouds in Llano. Some spotty downpours and storms in the hill country as well, making for a very picturesque view. But the vast majority of us are still staying dry because these cells are still pretty isolated, seeing a few more of them in the hill country than we are in the metro. But in the metro itself is where we have uh, some of the heaviest rain. We've had some lightning with this one as well. I've got it in high resolution mode, which gets a little cluttered. Not all the green you're seeing is actually rain reaching the ground. In fact, most of it is not. But when the greens get darker and you get the yellows, oranges and reds, that is heavier rain reaching the ground. We've already seen it moving over a portion of Lake Travis. This particular cell showing signs of weakening, unfortunately, but it is diving off to the south southeast. Still could clip downtown if it doesn't fall apart by then. Certainly not a guarantee that it reaches downtown, though. There's really still not much rain across the state. We're just getting lucky that a frontal boundary, a cool front, has sagged south far enough to help provide the forcing mechanism needed for some of these spotty showers and storms. The good news is we've got another chance of rain, not just today. Uh, that second and last chance comes tomorrow. See what happens to these spotty showers and storms as we head into tonight. They become even fewer by late evening. There's still a very low rain chance overnight. Call it still 10%, but most of the spotty showers and storms will fall apart as the sun sets. Heading through the day tomorrow, a lot of sun, some scattered clouds from time to time, and then once again, spotty showers and isolated storms start to form as we head past about 1 o'clock tomorrow. Today, they started by about 
about three or four. Tomorrow, I think they could start a little earlier. The metro and south look to be the area most likely to see some rain here tomorrow, but still the rain chances are only at 10%. Then we go into your Sunday evening. And we're back to being dry again. Those that get a shower or storm could pick up a few hundredths, maybe a couple tenths of an inch of rain. But there's going to be a lot of zeros on the map here tomorrow for rainfall amounts because most of us will miss out. So 10% rain chance tonight, 79 degrees. Another 10% rain chance for tomorrow afternoon and evening. 106 the high here tomorrow. We've got more heat advisories, uh, but not for everybody tomorrow. For uh, Travis, Hayes, and some of our eastern counties for the feels like temperatures up near 110. That high pressure that weakened and moved west a little bit to allow the rain chances to come in here for the weekend. Well, it's going to start moving east again by early in the week, and that's going to shut off the rain chances and continue the heat. But the temperatures do fall slightly from 106 tomorrow down to 105, then 104s and a few 103s. So they're heading in the right direction, but of course the heat not really going anywhere. The humidity is going to increase a little bit once we get past the weekend. We're not seeing these big dips after Sunday. So between humid and very humid, generally dew points in the mid-60s and low 70s. Do want to tell you this, the first hurricane in the Atlantic formed today, Hurricane Dawn with no threat to the United States. We're still watching the tropics, of course, as this area of potential development now has a 60% chance of becoming a tropical depression. Models continue to take it westward, but not going to be much of a concern for the Gulf, at least for the next week. Looking at that seven-day forecast, it's generally all about the heat. We'll keep watching those rain chances for tomorrow. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Austin FC hit a bit, of a bit of a snag in the form of their opening match of the League's Cup tournament. The Verde and Black phase a Mazatlan team who had not been strong in Liga MX, but they summoned plenty of strength at Q2 Stadium last night. Austin FC held strong for the first half of the match. However, they really couldn't get anything going themselves. Once the second half hit, it was all Mazatlan, Josue Coleman. Scored the first goal in the 49th minute, then Diego Fagundes responded with a penalty kick goal to even things up 16 minutes later. But Andres Montano delivered the go-ahead goal just two minutes later, and they would add another, and Austin FC would go down 3-1. to one. A lot of frustration after the game from the Verde and Black. We didn't do enough with the opportunity. It was there to be done, and we didn't score enough goals or weren't clean enough and, and show enough quality poise and um, you know, ruthlessness when, when, when given the chance. All right, uh, Austin FC will face FC Juarez at Q2 Stadium next week. Now FC Juarez will face Mazatlan on Tuesday night, so Austin FC certainly hoping Mazatlan wins, so that way... Uh, all the Verde and Black have to do is beat Juarez to advance out of group play. All right, Major League Baseball, just kidding. Football is right around the corner, and I will be saying this a lot. We caught up with Quinn Ewers and JT Sanders. We held a camp at Westlake this morning. Keep it here. We're just a little over a week away before the Texas football team reports for training camp to begin their month-long prep for their season opener September 2nd. At Westlake this morning, quarterback Quinn Ewers and tight end JT Sanders held a camp where they taught the finer points of the game to the kids out there. Now, Ewers and Sanders are hoping to build on the connection they have that began not only uh, last year, but even before that with their ties to the Metroplex. We definitely become close, you know. Uh, we've been close since high school, but this past year he he leveled up, and I'm leveled up too, and the whole team leveling up just because he did. So it's a great sign, and he definitely got closer 
with the whole team. So that's that's definitely a great thing for sure. I've known JT since we were in high school. I mean, we grew up in the DFW area. Um, and, you know, just for our relationship to keep growing, the more we play together, it's, it's just cool to see, you know, these, these relationships that you, you build through football, these, they're, they're lifetime relationships. So, I mean, you know, I can, I can lean on JT and, and he can lean on me, and that goes for, for the whole team. Basketball Manor alum Jamal Shedd was at his old stomping grounds giving back. Shedd hosted a camp for kids where they also received school supplies as everyone gears up for a return to the classroom. Now, as for Shedd, he's currently hooping at the University of Houston and enjoying success. Now that the Cougars are in the Big 12, Shedd will return to Austin to face the Longhorns this upcoming season, and it's an opportunity that he is relishing. Oh yeah, man, it's just, it's going to be so much fun because, you know, competition is supposed to be that much better and uh, people are going to look out for us and have a target on our back. So it's going to be so much fun. Getting to come home and play in Austin is something different, man. You know, getting to play in the city I grew up for the first time is going to be really special. Finally, Major League Baseball Rangers got destroyed by the L.A. Dodgers in game two of their series today. 16-3 to was the final for Marlington. Hey, look at this shot from our Lorenz and Lorenz 360 cam from Westlake Hills. Looking at that one lone storm moving through portions of Travis County. This is how it looks from the Austonian looking north. It's actually creeping into North Austin now and uh, some beneficial rain for some, but most of us will miss it. Of course, we'll keep tracking on the KXAM weather app. All right, that storm should stick around and bring its friends. Have a good evening, everybody. <laughs>